Welcome to the Winter Palace. I'm your host, Mark Cole, editor and publisher of Odessa's Magazine. We're happy to welcome back to the show Game Explains' Andre Seegers. To give you a peek behind the curtain, we were scheduled to record tonight, and about an hour before that, Nintendo dropped an unscheduled trailer that Andre had to cover, so luckily he was able to still fit us in. So we're going to talk about that Mario Kart Live trailer, plus Mario Party Superstars that Andre has been playing on his channel with all of his viewers, the big Animal Crossing update in DLC, which Andre hasn't had a chance to explore fully yet, so I took a game a mini tour on what I've done with it so far. We also talk about the upcoming Pokemon, the Game of the Year nominees, the new consoles, the Xbox and PlayStation, the OLED Switch, which of them are worth getting, which of them are worth holding off on, plus a whole bunch of other stuff. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Winter Palace. As they say, the best laid schemes of mice and men. We were all set to record a couple hours ago when Nintendo, as Nintendo was wont to do, dropped an update out of nowhere. So, better late than never to tell us what exactly that update was and awesome, and the other news that's going around in the video game world. I'm very happy to welcome back Andre Seegers from Game Explain. How's it going, Andre, other than the fact that you're busy tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's been a long day. I'm going. It's going well though. Uh, yeah, despite losing horribly at Mario Party earlier. Um, no, it's great for. It's great to be back. So thank you for having me. So what was the? It's been a busy week for stuff on the Switch. But what exactly happened today? We're recording Wednesday night for for whenever people. Yeah. So today, just uh, I mean, Nintendo's just been on this uh, on this train, I guess, of just like dropping random news or random updates, all kinds of hours, with, like no heads up at all. And today just happened to be an update for uh, Mario Kart Live. I keep getting Mario Kart Tour and Mario Kart Live confused. Mario Kart Live, which added uh, a new Luigi Cup, which consists of three new tracks. Uh, it adds a new Poltergust-based kart along with a, some new multiplayer options, including the ability to play split-screen if you have two carts on the same TV, which we don't, ha- which I don't have. I only have one here. Uh, but they also added a new relay co-op mode where you can actually play with a friend and you trade turns every lap on who controls the cart and the person who's not in control of it actually becomes a gunner which is a little bit like double dash so that's actually pretty cool i'm a big fan of uh, anything that reminds me of double dash and that reminded me of it for sure uh and yeah so it's just some neat more free content added to the game which is great for anyone who has the game um and it's probably smart too right in advance of the holiday season uh, people are gonna be you know it's putting mario kart live back in people's minds and people are like oh yeah that that Look kind of cool. Maybe I'll grab it for the kids or something, or myself even. <laughs> was this something that was uh, known, or is this another Nintendo out of the blue? Totally out of the blue. Did yeah, I, I I had no idea it was coming. I don't think anyone knew. I'm I'm still I'm actually still impressed. The game still getting updates because it's what over a year old now, and uh, this is the second I think the second large update they've given it, which is uh, pretty impressive. And I assume you guys are already busy this week anyway, getting all your Pokemon stuff ready. Yeah, right, exactly. Which Nintendo loves to do this thing where they double up on announcements for for days that are already busy. Today was the review embargo for Pokemon, and then of course the game comes out tomorrow night, and the bit sandwiched between that now is is this Mario Kart stuff. And then we also had the Brain Age demo just last night, or sorry, uh, Big Brain Academy demo just last night as well. Again, also out of the blue. And this has been a re- recurring theme with Nintendo recently, where they just have like 
nonstop news. Now, most of it isn't huge news, granted, but it's still surprising. We still need to cover it as, uh, you know, Game Explained. That's what we're known for. Um, so, yeah, de- there have definitely, definitely been a few late nights um, the last, you know, over the last few weeks uh, that were unexpected. Well, I guess it's the holiday season, so it's probably in a way to be expected. It, yeah, you're right. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> well, plus, we what, was it last week when the GTA stuff dropped? Yes, yeah, just a week ago, although it feels much longer now, especially given the reaction to uh, GTA across every platform. Yeah, when people are comparing it to Cyberpunk, that's not a good sign. <laughs> no, that's not. Although, with how many nominees uh, nominations Cyberpunk somehow got in the Game Awards, which were also announced this week, uh, some people might think that is a good thing, actually. So. Yeah, I I mean, I watched your stream a couple of days ago, and just from what I've been hearing of how bad it is, I, I don't know if I... I say this to you or not, but I said I'm more tempted to hook up my PS2 so I can go back and play Vice City rather than... Well, I'm also annoyed that you can't just download them individually, because Vice, yeah. Vice City is the only one I want to play. I don't... You know, I, you know, 3 was okay, but I really, really hated San Andreas, so I certainly don't want to give them any money for that. But I do want to play Vice City, but it's like I'm probably better off just playing one of the older versions. It seems that way based on the reaction. I'm one who I haven't really played the originals much, so the the differences didn't stand up too much during my stream. But also, as when you stream, it's hard to fully pay attention to what's happening, you know, in the game. Um, and so I'm sure if I encountered any number of the things that we're seeing people post their videos on, it's like whoa, <laughs> that would be yeah, that would upset me, especially if I were a, a big GTA fan. Uh, but I hadn't played it in 20 years, so I'm also having fun with it, but. Yeah, based on everything we're seeing, it's it's like they could have done a much better job with that with that remaster. It, it seems like calling it a remaster is really um, overselling what it what it may be. Yeah, well, see, as as a child of the '80s, you know, I'm I'm all about playing Vice City because I certainly lived through yep. all the that Miami Vice kind of era. So, I mean, that's why I love the game so much the first time. But you know, it looks like revisiting it through this is not necessarily going to be the best thing. Now, you yep. mentioned that uh, that you've been on sort of a losing streak lately on on Mario Party. So you've been streaming that quite a bit the last few <laughs> weeks. So why don't you tell everybody about that and how uh, obviously you like it given how much you've been playing it. Oh, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. I mean, I, the bottom line is they finally made a good a good new Mario Party again. I, I, I actually did like Super Mario Party, but it felt like a half step toward what the series needed to be or where it needed to go. And this one finally brings a full circle, basically recreating the original N64 games with you know a few modifications, of course, looking much better. And that's my, that's, they've always been my favorite versions of the game. So I'm loving the new one, having a blast with it. And it's a great streaming game because, you know, I'm able to play with the community because it's partly because the online is really good this time. It might be the best online Nintendo's ever done where by and large it's flawless with a few exceptions here and there, such as today, <laughs> although I can't blame my loss entirely on that. Um, but yeah, the mini games are fun. The board, the board gameplay the, or the board action is great. And uh, sorry, getting back to what I was saying about being a good streaming game as I'm able to play with the community and uh, it's with how you know, kind of slow moving the game is um, with you only controlling it roughly a quarter of the time with everyone else doing their turns. Uh, I'm able to like to engage with a chat 
and and I I get pretty competitive. So the chat really loves it when I get like you know demolished because <laughs> that's when I get like you know I start getting salty. I start wanting to get revenge on people. You know, in a in a nice way, of course. <laughs> and um and it doesn't always pay off. And uh, apparently, people love seeing my misery when I'm losing in the game. Uh, but yeah, I know it's just been a, a total fun time. Even where even when I'm losing, I'm having a blast, and it's it's a just a fun experience to have with the game explain community. Uh, because it seems like it seems like a lot of people are enjoying it in the same way I am. Where it's like, yeah, this is how Mario Party should have been all these, you know, for all these past ten years or so. And uh, it's just great people being able to relive or re-experience that energy with everyone else. Now, is that something that is there still going to be more stuff for them to add, or or like how much is in the game now, and how much potential is there for them to to add more stuff later? Yeah, so I mean, there's a there's a decent amount of content in the game, but the board count does feel a little lacking because it's actually fewer than any amount of boards in the than in any of the N64 games, which is surprising considering this game is meant to celebrate those, yet it has less than any of them. Um, so I think there is room absolutely for DLC, at least in the form of uh, new boards, and um, I'd be happy I'd be happy to pay for that. I hope it's a free update. But, you know, if I have to pay for it, I will. And I think there's plenty of room for them to – there's tons of boards that they could bring back into the game, and I would love for them to do so. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's room there. They can add more minigames if they want. Um, I think it would be fun if they added a few new modes as well, like a, a team, like a, a two-player team mode would be neat where, you know, you and someone else can team up against another pair. Um, so I think yeah, there's definitely room here for them to expand it. And I hope – and I actually hope that, that that is what they do rather than release another sequel. I would love if they just treated this as a base, like – Smash Brothers or Mario Kart and just keep adding DLC to it. Well, you would assume that, of course, it's Nintendo, so you can't really assume they're going to do anything. No, you can't. But I mean, now, I mean, now that they're wanting people to subscribe to the expanded pack, you know, it would make more sense for them to keep adding DLC, you know, if it's free or paid, just to booster online. I mean, if that gives people another reason to maybe by the upgrade then i would assume that would i would assume that's probably you know how they're going to go forward with stuff that you know instead of you know maybe not necessarily free dlcs for everything but some being free and some being paid or or only being part of expanded i guess yeah, I mean, I guess Nintendo, I think Nintendo could have definitely benefited benefited from some clarity to what exactly the expansion pack encompasses. But yeah, based on Animal Crossing, you know, the hope is that future expansions will be made free through it. And if that is the case, they are consistently delivering DLC expansions that are free, essentially, with the expansion pack. That's actually a pretty good deal. Um, again, depending on the schedule and the content lines up with what you're interested in. But yeah, if, if we start getting free, uh, you know, free boards and free, you know, Mario Kart tracks or, you know, whatever the DLC at the moment is, that'd be great. And I think that would go a long way to earning Nintendo back some goodwill based on some of it that they burned up seemingly in the pricing and announcement of the expansion pack. Because it seems like a lot of people aren't too happy with it at the moment. So I hope that is what they do. I mean, in theory, I didn't think the new price for expanded was too bad when you, I mean, when you break it down, yeah. you know, to being, you know, from being, you know, $2 a month to $5 a month. Exactly. Right? You know, when you look at it that way, but it seems, you know, there's certainly a sizable and vocal fan base that thinks, <laughs> you know, that almost anything paid is too much and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's the, you know, the thing where you say it's $5 a month, that's not good enough. And they're like, 
you know, if you get a family plan and you split it among X number of people, then that drops it to X, and right. that's and that's still not good enough for some people. And it's just, I think those people just aren't going to be satisfied, and probably didn't even like paying the two dollars a month mm-hmm. online to begin with. Totally. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Nintendo Switch Online is almost a uh, like the name just has just carries baggage with it at this point, and people are just upset with it. Period, and they'll look for any reason to continue to be upset with it. And, you know, on the one hand, that kind of, you know, I, I do understand some of the complaints for sure. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, like, I also feel like it's it's overblown at the same time. It's like, you know, I, I ever since NSO launched, I'm, you know, people ask me, like, why aren't you angry about this? I'm like, I just can't get all that angry about what, you know, amounts to a few dollars a month. And that continues, you know, in this case where, first off, it's optional. You're, it's not required. You don't have to get it. So I, I it's hard for me to process being upset with an optional service that you don't need if you don't like it don't get it you know don't pay for it that's fine um and then there's also the fact that um uh that oh then uh, you know the way some people are present are presenting the argument isn't entirely fair it seems like where a lot of people are like you know i have i've seen some you know not everyone of course but i've seen some people throw keep throwing out the price like why would they pay fifty dollars for this it's like well it's only thirty dollars more than what you were already paying and again possibly less with the family plan and you do get like a fair amount of content for it. Yeah, it's a lot of it's mostly old content with the 64 in Genesis, but still for for the price of if you pay for it yourself, that's thirty dollars more a year than what you're paying for already. That's half the cost of what just one of those games used to cost, or used you know were priced at back in the day. Now obviously they're not worth that amount these days, but still for thirty bucks the price of what they one of those games cost originally, you're getting. 10 plus N64 games, plus who knows how many more, you know, whole catalog of Genesis games. And uh, on top of that, you're getting the Animal Crossing DLC for free right now at the moment. Um, so I don't know. It's it's hard for me to get too upset about it. But I think, like, for one who grew up in the 64 era, it's like, yeah, that's actually pretty reasonable for games I wouldn't mind revisiting on my Switch, which are mar- much more convenient than it was in the actual hardware. And they are arguably, you know, improved. You, they, they're sharper. I think they run a little bit better overall. There have been some, you know, some people point out some awkwardness, some weirdness with Ocarina of Time, for instance. But by and large, the the games run well. Um, so yeah, I, I just can't muster up too much anger over something that's entirely optional. <laughs> I mean, I always, you know, have the classic retort of, you know, it's like it's it's one latte, one less latte a month, one less trip to Taco Bell a month or, you know, whatever your, your, uh, fast food of choices. It, you know, I mean, it's not to me, you know, as a middle-aged man, you know, with a job and, you know, who spent years, you know, without stuff now to get this all and it's only $5 a month. It seems like a good deal to me. Like you said, plus whatever's coming in the future, you know, there's this, you know, what people think is a hidden category of game that should be coming in the future, you know, based on what everybody thinks, plus the games that are so far that uh, that are coming that aren't there yet. I mean, I I mean, and I, and I say all this, and I have not bought it yet, because the, line, the, the lineups didn't necessarily do anything for me yet. I'd rather buy... I went ahead and just bought the Animal Crossing DLC, which we'll get to in a second, I'd rather just have that to keep since, you know, if you have expanded, for you get it for free, but then if you drop your service, you lose 
the DLC, so it's like, oh, they just pay for it and have it. Right, yeah, yeah and that's totally fair, yeah. And then maybe buy Expanded once. I mean, I think of all the lineup of stuff they've announced, the only thing that I really am curious to play is Paper Mario, because I've never played the original. Oh, so, that's that's a good one. I recommend it. You know, so, you know, then I might get it by then, and hopefully, you know, if you upgrade and things are prorated, since I already, you know, I already, you know, you already have a year paid for anyway, that, you know, worry about that bridge when we come to it. But, right. speaking of Animal Crossing, that's, you know, our main thing that we were <laughs> going to talk about. That you've only dabbled so far in the in the DLC, right? You've only done one stream so far on Animal Crossing. I know, for people who don't know, I usually pester Andre about going back because <laughs> for people that didn't listen to our podcast last year and don't know, when Animal Crossing came out, you were streaming Animal Crossing every day, and it became that's right. It became sort of part of every of your community's like uh, sort of daily routine because this was right at the beginning of lockdown, so people were stuck at home. And Animal Crossing, as it turned out, was the perfect game for lockdown. Sure, there was. So now we so now we have this giant update full of lots of the things that people were asking for, although not everything, unfortunately, and the DLC. So you've only dabbled in it so far, but what were your initial experiences doing the the download or the DLC and the, some of the updates? Yeah, well, I guess initially with the 2.0 content, I was a little confused just because. The game doesn't seem to do a great job of pointing it out to you. <laughs> so I'm like, where's the new stuff? And it took me a little while to start, like, figuring it out, you know, how to access it. And I haven't even touched upon, I'm sure, even most of it. Um, there's a lot there that I need to continue to discover. Like, I haven't done cooking at all yet. Uh, so I wish the game had done maybe a better job on laying out what exactly it is new. But it's been a few weeks since I saw the direct, so I didn't remember what all was being added. Um, and I still haven't even checked out. Like, I did the whole Brewster thing, and I... Uh, you know, I, I found him on the island, and I haven't actually gone to gone to the cafe yet, so I need to go do that at one point. So maybe I'll do that on stream soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, the content, I mean, so far from what I've seen, the content seems good. Um, you know, it's nice having that additional stuff there. Um, and uh, I don't know if we want to get into the DLC yet. Should we treat that as a separate thing, or should we just get into it? Would, um, would you prefer? We'll do, the, we'll do the update stuff first, and then the DLC stuff. Okay, great, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I think my main issue with the update stuff is it's just like it's it seems really neat like there's some really cool stuff here uh and I, maybe i just need to play with it more for like for it to get its teeth in the, into me again but it doesn't seem like it fundamentally changes enough about the game to really it's not pulling me back yet and again it could just be because i haven't experienced enough of it um so we'll see if you know if maybe another stream or two will get me back into the daily animal crossing um i was gonna call it a grind uh, <laughs> experience i should say uh, but yeah, I, I feel like if I were coming fresh into the game, that would be, that would be even better because like, it would all be new to me and that would be, that would probably be amazing. I feel like that would give me extra momentum to have carried through my initial streams even, even longer than I did. Uh, you know, which I think I went for over two months on those, um, daily streams. So yeah, I like the new content. I just don't know if it's enough to fully pull me back in, but again, I haven't fully given it a fair shake yet. I will say there's a, it's, it definitely lengthens what I think everyone came to know as their daily routine. Right. Because now you, I'll just say, like, when I log in, it's like you do what you used to do normally uh, on the first day. 
And then you go to you can go to Captain's Captain's Islands are sort of like for people that haven't played it. Um, it's sort of like when you went to Nook Island when you looked went to uh, Nook Ticket Islands. Mm-hmm. It's similar to that, only um, sort of the base island just basically gives you um, the usual kind of stuff like weeds and fruit and rocks, and that's where you can get gyroid fragments. Right. And then there's also a bunch of special uh, Cap'n Islands where – and. I still haven't gone to all of them. I've only seen some of them online. But um, I've been to... There's an island that is takes place in the winter. So it's like the snow, like the snow-covered island you used to get. Um, I just... The other day, there's a... I guess a spring one that's a cherry blossom island. So you can get cherry blossoms and some other stuff. And apparently the big one that... I know of so far is there's a shooting there's a star island. Oh wow! Where where you go, and I think there's four or five rocks, and when you hit the rocks, you get star fragments. That's cool. That's def, that's apparently like the rare big island, but it's already been a couple of weeks, and people are starting to say, if you don't get a special Captain Island, it's kind of throwing away your thousand nook miles because that's how much it costs to go. Because you're not all you're getting is gyroids, and <coughs> soon. Well, I think from what people say, there's probably like around sixty or seventy gyroids when you add up the different the different kinds. I think there's like fifteen or sixteen kinds, and then you can customize them. Mm-hmm. So it ends up with like I'm I've now heard that some gyroids only have three variants. Some of them have like six or seven. So. I think the total is supposed to be something like 70. Oh, wow. Um, so, but again, it's the kind of thing, it's sort of like museum hunting. It's like, you know, once you get everything, you know, it's like fossils. It's like once, you're, right. you know, once you finish your fossils, it's just, you know, if you want to dig them up every day, that's just money. And then there's Harv's Island, which is where all of the, well, most of the rotating visitors once you pay, you have to pay, I think it's $100,000 or 100,000 bells for them to be there permanently. So, Leaf is there, Red is there, Kix is there, Katrina is now there to give you fortunes, which can affect your money or your health and some other stuff. Uh, Tortimer's there now to access your storage. And then Cyrus and Renee are there. And they can customize stuff, including stuff that didn't used to be customizable when you used the customization kit. So mm-hmm. basically almost everything in your inventory you can take there and finally complete your sets. There's, I have those, I don't know if you ever saw them while you're playing, but they have those like big chairs that look like baseball gloves. Mm-hmm. So there's six of them, but I was only ever to get, able to get three. But now I can just buy three, go to Harv's Island, pay however much it is, a couple thousand bells. So now I have all six colors. Of the chair that That's I awesome. Got. You know, I finally got all four of the train sets. Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't able to get all four before. So that, to me, is like, 
that's one of the best things about horror violence. And then, of course, and Red is there, but Red only has well, Red has two items, but unfortunately, they don't change. They only change once a week. Darn you, Red! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same as yeah. Leaf and Kicks. They, I think, they only change their stock like every week on Monday or on Sunday, whichever it is. Right. And then whatever day they still show up on your island. So the day they show up on your island, they're not on Har's Island. Their little their little trailers closed. Mm-hmm. And but then the other ones are still the rest of the regular and Sahara's on the island too. But um, label isn't Kicks and C, or, uh, CJ and Flick aren't, and then Gulliver isn't. So some of them are still only on your island, but the rest of them are now on Harv Island. So that's another thing where you got to go every day to Harzon. Harzon Island is free at least. So you go every yeah. day, you get your fortune from Katrina to see if you have good luck with bells. I saw today somebody was streaming that had good luck with money. So when they dug up the money tree, it was 5000 instead of 1000 Oh, wow. But then I also saw them yesterday, they had bad luck with health. And that was that thing where when you run, you trip all the time. Oh, I hate that one. <laughs> so there's that, and then there's a couple other things. So between that and then your gyroids, you know, you get gyroids on the Mystery Island. You bring you bring them back, you bury them, you water them, and then the next day they're a full gyroid. Mm-hmm. And there's actually what well, we're I haven't mentioned this yet, but we are we are actually sitting on my island right now as we are recording this, like we're doing an interview. <laughs> like, yeah, we are. Since you probably haven't seen any, let's, we're going to go... Um, this is going to sound really weird to people listening to a podcast, but we're going into my house right now. <laughs> your, virtu- your animal crossing, yeah, house. Animal yep. crossing house. Yeah, we're on the other sides of, opposite sides of the country. All right, I'm in. Well, that's another thing. I don't know if you've seen yet, but now your vis- your villagers can come into your house now. Yeah, I, you know, I uh, someone ran into my house when I first started my file uh, with an update, and then they immediately ran out because I had cockroaches all over the place. <laughs> I felt I was offended. How dare they judge me and my lifestyle? <laughs> so we're going from the main room, we're going into my gyroid room. Oh yes, I want to see the I want to see the gyroids. Oh, here they are. I like yeah, it. I, I like am, the shells. I, yeah, I have followed the model of a bunch of people online, and I'm hanging them on the wall. Not oh, that's organized. awesome. They're not organized yet, and you can see they bop along to the music. Yeah, I love that. And then if you let's see, if you change the music, let's see. Oh, the, it changes, of course. Yeah. But, oh, nice. But they're all kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, then, I love it. And they're all, you know, like I said, and they're customizable. So, yeah, no, that's really cool. That's a, not, that's a smart way of upgrading them. Like, I'm, I've been a fan of them since the original GameCube version of Animal Crossing, and uh, it just felt wrong not having them in this version. And then, like, over here, I think that's the only thing I've cooked so far. I made tomato puree. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's sitting on the table right there. I'm going to take uh, one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I only, like, this week finally got all of the... Uh, all the recipe or all of the ingredients. I think I still don't have everything yet. That's probably a lot of them. 
And it's cool. And yeah, there. And you can get recipes from your villager. Like you can get uh, your villagers can give you recipes. Can give you DIYs instead of the usual DIY that you get when you go to their house. Mm-hmm. They can give you recipes, and you can find recipes in bottles, and from balloons, and uh, um, and if you catch fish, it'll say, "Hey, I just had an idea." Like, like you know, the big blue marlin. When you catch a big blue marlin, it'll tell you. Hey, I just had an idea for this marlin saute or whatever. <laughs> and then uh um, All Brewsters. Yeah, yeah, we we made our way from my house to the museum which is right. There he is. I haven't seen him yet. Oh. It's all new to me. I think if we sit he'll ask us. Oh yeah, there he goes. You can get separate checks. I love it. I was going to say, right. I haven't seen his dialogue yet. Oh, are you seeing... Am I... Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah, you just said, thanks, Andre. I'll have your coffee in a moment. Oh, yeah. See, I, I covered it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. Not, it's funny. It did not give you the drink option. No, you're right. They, they just know. <laughs> Delicious. Now I want actual coffee in real life. I say definitely. Well, I don't drink coffee, but even if I did, it's almost midnight, so it's too late for me. <laughs> yeah, probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just I think to, I think it was just yesterday I unlocked him. He offers you pigeon milk to to put in your coffee, but of course, I'll leave it for people to find out what exactly pigeon milk is. If you don't know, it's it's not quite what you think it is. Okay, I don't know. If that's better or worse than what I think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be. So anyway, so <laughs> so. Uh, that's like the main stuff I think in the in the update off the top of my head. But you've you also had a chance to dabble with the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So the DLC, um, I didn't. So I missed. I didn't play. Uh, what was it? Happy Home Designer on the 3DS, which I think it was modeled after. So this was all new to me, and I I've enjoyed it so far based on what I played on the stream, which is I think about an hour's worth or so. Uh, it's it's interesting because yeah it, it's all just about designing these these home spaces for people and it's not really even a game like it has the framework of a game obviously but like there's no ranking you can't mess anything up as I proved with the first house I did where I didn't even know what to do so I just unbox the stuff and I talk to the person and they're like are you done I'm like sure <laughs> and they're like all right looks great I'm like what are you talking about I didn't do anything um but with the second house I actually took my time with it and actually designed a proper living space and I had a lot of fun with it so I can see how people get lost would get lost in that because you know it's just really easy to give you all the tools you need to make the, these really cool uh really cool living spaces and it's pretty much impossible to mess it up from what I can tell like it's just a matter of how how cool do you want to make it, you know, uh, based on your imagination? And I could see why that would be addictive. And it really just comes down to, like, you know, how much time do you want to put into it in order to make it as neat-looking as possible? And, uh, yeah, so I haven't had a chance to go back to it myself yet, but I, I would be interested in checking out more of it. Yeah, I've really dabbled so far because this is the kind of thing where I don't want to burn myself out on it. So I've only done one every couple of days. I think I've only done three or four, so, like, and as you progress, not only do you get more money, but 
you can you get things like uh if you saw all the abandoned buildings that are on the island mm-hmm. um as you progress you're given the option to renovate those okay so like the first one is the school i think that's maybe with 5 and then a restaurant etc cetera, etc cetera. and plus as you progress you get more tools you know, I know one of the things they showed in the trailer was you're able to build partitions so you can segment rooms. Um, you get and you get more and more items. So as you know, you do the first person, and they only have a fairly small amount of stuff for you to pick from. But then I think as you progress, all of that stuff stays unlocked. So you know, it just grows exponentially. Plus you, right. plus, you have the option of customizing stuff. I'm not sure if that is immediately unlocked or not. But so you're not even limited to just what they offer you. You know, like if you want to make a couch and you want to go in and customize your own design like you would on your island, you can do that too. So it's it's limitless. Plus, you're allowed to go back and redesign them because later in the game you get additional rooms i think you get a second story option and maybe a basement as you get way far along in the game i think this is like it i think i've read this is like at 40 or 50 wow and some people have already blown through this it's like <laughs> i heard someone say today it's like you know i don't want to tell you how to play the game but if you blow through all of this already and you know there's nothing left to do that's kind of on you if you you know obviously if you're a streamer and you're making content that's one thing but it's like as as you know you know as you know you reference the grind it's the thing where if you know i watched somebody today work on doing the restaurant for on their island and they you know and it was a good solid two hours and they they had only done the dining room area they hadn't even gotten to the kitchen yet mm-hmm. and they're like no i'm done for the day it's like we're going to pick this up tomorrow this is just too much to do <laughs> well, which, I mean, which is good yeah exactly I mean, i'd rather have it be time consuming that you can work on it for a couple of days like and the funny thing is you know no matter how minimal or how extensive you make it you're going to get the same payout like you said you know you're three required items and done gets you the same payout whereas if you spend an hour on stream fiddling to make it exactly right and picking up the colors and blah 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 same paycheck yep so yeah i mean like a lot of animal crossing it's it is what you make of it yeah that, that seems to be exactly it so i mean i've i've been enjoying it i think a lot of the quality of life stuff that they did was a big improvement. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of the things that people wanted didn't end up in the list. You know, like you, you still can't craft multiple things at a time. You still can't buy multiple uh, Nook tickets at the, at. I time. mean, it was just flying to your island just now was a giant pain in the ass because uh, whatever the guy's name, Wilbur, whatever, he has all those dialogue trees and it's so annoying <laughs> yeah, that unfortunately hasn't improved but it seems like a lot of the things that you know people wanted in the like year it was out especially during the time when there weren't any updates 
Yeah. It seemed like a good many of them are in there. So, I mean, I've certainly been, you know, again, nitpicks aside, I've been very happy with the update. Yeah, I mean the update uh, DLC aside was yeah, is free and that's awesome. It's a beefy. It seems to be a beefy update that adds a lot more content and uh, and um, yeah, it, it just seems to be a good thing overall. I mean, I wish. I mean, for me, it would be nice if it hit a little bit sooner, you know, before I fully fell off the Animal Crossing train. But you know, maybe maybe it will pull me back if I just give it a bit more time. So, well, it's the thing where uh, we were talking about this before we started, but I just got a new Switch. And so I'm not the island where we're currently sitting, but I restarted the game on a new Switch, so I'm playing from scratch. And it's amazing. One, I know all the I know a year and a half worth of tricks, so right. that's making things easier. Plus, you know, my old character is helping my new character out with you know some some finances. But like a lot of the a lot of the innovations or new stuff I haven't even hit yet because I'm not eligible because I haven't gotten to three stars and I haven't gotten KK yet. So I still don't even have terraforming. Right. And like, wow. of, like I don't have captain on that Island yet. I don't have, I have Harvey Harv's Island, but it's the original Harv's Island. It's not the new Harv's Island. And so, you know, like I don't have gyroids yet on that, on that Island. So I'm still in the very beginning stages, but I know that things are going to be a lot easier once, you know, I do that big breakthrough when you can really start doing whatever you want. Because I now know all of this stuff's out there that's going to make it a lot easier. So it's the kind of thing where I'm sure if there are still people who are picking this up now, I mean, it's still at the, you know, near the top of the, of the sale charts even a year and a half later, which is, mm-hmm. which is, which is amazing in and of itself. But <clears throat> yeah, so those people are going to benefit from from all of this new stuff from the jump. Absolutely, yeah, that's for sure. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> yeah, uh, something you mentioned uh, earlier that I was going to get to is the Game Awards just came out this week, and it seems like generally. Although there have been some good games this year, people think the amount of great games this year fell off from last year. Do you do you agree with that? Oh man, I'd have to uh, I have to think back to what it was last year. Even like it just with the pandemic, it's all become like a blur. Um, yeah, yeah, we had Animal Crossing last year, obviously, and <laughs> what else? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Um, I without a list, I don't know. I mean, I I, I can say like intuitively like to my gut i haven't felt any difference like i feel like i feel like i've been pretty happy pretty satiated this year with the content that we have received and the games we have played i partly because i think some games that were pushed out of last year ended up being in this year i mean the year began with um bowser's fury which i think was a stellar game i i had a complete blast with it and uh we've had a steady trickle we've had a pretty steady trickle from nintendo throughout the year and really picked up steam in the latter half um, so no, I, I mean, as a Nintendo focused gamer, I've been pretty happy. And then you add on to that, some of the non Nintendo stuff I've been playing too, like, uh, Resident Evil 4 and VR, which took one of the best games ever made and made it, you know, fun to experience all over again, which is saying something for a game that most people played, you know, countless times, or a lot of people play countless times, um, on, you know, a variety of platforms. Uh, so no, I've, I've been very happy this year, I'd say. So I don't, if there's been a drop off, 
I haven't noticed. Yeah, so last year's Game of the Year nominees were Last of Us Part Two, uh, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, and Hades. Mm-hmm. So that's that's quite a lineup. That is. You know, plus, I guess. Yeah, like you said, you know, like we have no concept of time anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't. It's broken. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I guess when you look at when you look at when you compare the the best game list, I can see why people would say this year's a downgrade by comparison. You know, especially if you're not a fan of some of the games on there. Like if you're not a fan of Metro, like if you're a Metro Dread fan, you probably think this year was great. But if you're not a Metro Dread fan, you know, perhaps that isn't the case. Um, but uh, I guess for me, like I'm not too concerned about like what games are eligible for game of the year. When I just look at the full year in general, I feel like I've been pretty happy. Uh, this year, although I will say they did mess up last year by not having Half-Life Alex on the uh, Game of the Year uh, nominee list, which it should have been. But that game was great. So, yeah, I think looking at my Switch, the only thing I I think the only things from this year was Mario Golf was this year, Bowser's Fury was this year. I think that may be all I bought. Last I think Last Campfire may have been this year, may have been last year. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Was think Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, I don't think I bought anything for my for my Xbox all year. I mean, on my Xbox, it on my Xbox it's still I either pretty much play No Man's Sky or Red Dead Redemption Two online. So it's like I don't think I bought anything. And again, I sort of am uh, penalized in that I don't I don't have either of the new systems yet. Not that I necessarily, you know, had a cra- like. I mean, we talked about this last year, and I really wasn't craving any of them. And I figured I was going to wait at least a year to buy it anyway. Little did I know that even if I would have wanted to buy one, I couldn't. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. But you've got you've got a PS5, right? I do. Yeah, I have a PS5 and a Series X. So how how would you say the year's been for those? I mean, I know. Oh. Not good for me. I, uh, to be honest, I barely even touched them. I barely even turned them on. I I don't even remember the last time I turned the PS5. I played the Xbox more, partly because of Game Pass. I played some uh, some um, Sea of Thieves. I've been playing some Halo recently, which I'm which is a game that wasn't even out in time for the nominee list, which is weird. So that's so that and Forza Five or is it Five for the new Forza? Yeah. They both got screwed essentially when it came to the game of the years, but they came out to the game of the year, but they came out too late to really uh, be played by in time for most people. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Hill or sorry, I've been playing Xbox more of the two. Yeah. My PS five has been gathering dust. There's been very little on it. That's captured my interest and very little that's even been, you know, focused on the PS five itself. Um, because a lot of the games are cross generational and, uh, they're not really taking full advantage of the hardware as a result. So yeah, I, I've it, honestly, I feel like I kind of wasted my money at this point on it. Um, I bought mostly for work. If it weren't for work, even though I've barely used it for work, if it weren't for work, then I probably would have passed on it as well at the time and just waited until I got enough of a library that I did want to dive into. I mean, part of me wants to, instead of trying to find a five, is buy a four, which I which I never had, and play all of the games on yeah. four for the last however many years it's been out. That you know, obviously with only an Xbox, it's like I've only I you know I've never played God of War. I've never played any of the Spider-Man games. I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima. So, I mean, you know, I I could easily fill my time with last-gen, quote-unquote, games that I haven't gotten to yet. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's probably that honestly is probably the way to do it, unless you you know see yourself playing PS5 games in the near future, in which case that might end up being a more economical option. But no, PS4 has a massive library, and uh, yeah, that will keep you busy for a while. So, and it's still getting games. So there really is a there isn't a ton of incentive right now to get a PS5, which is why it's kind of boggling to me that's still selling out everywhere, as far as I'm aware. And I'm like, what is everyone? playing on it are they just preparing for the future <laughs> i don't quite get it but you know i think part of it's just it's now what you have to have and yeah i mean if there's a greater example of like supply and demand it's like it's now i mean not only is it sort of like the next generation technology but it has that you know need to get it just to have it kind of thing yeah the fomo yeah and well, the other yeah. the other new system which I did not get because I really did because when I said I got a new switch, I actually got an Animal Crossing switch. I did not get an OLED because I didn't really see the need. You obviously have an OLED, but if you if you don't already have a switch, do you think it's really do you really think it's you need to upgrade, or is it just better to wait to whatever's coming next? Oh, that, that's really tough. It kind of depends on what kind of gamer you are. If you're primarily, if you primarily play at home, you know, docked with the dock to the TV, there is absolutely zero reason to upgrade. Like you are just throwing money away if you are planning to upgrade to an OLED. If you're primarily a handheld gamer, I could see more of an argument for it because the screen is really nice um, and the kickstand is far more usable. Uh, in that it's actually usable, <laughs> like the previous kickstand. Um, so it, 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 I would say it, it can, it, it can justify the price of, of an upgrade, but I don't know if it's still enough to like, I, w I don't know if I would recommend it to anyone, but like you have to replace your switch with this. Like it's not the upgrade that the original DS had to the DS Lite, um, or the GBA SP to the, uh, or sorry, or the GBA to the SP. I would say all those are still more substantial upgrades. The OLED is a very nice upgrade. Don't get me wrong. I like the bigger screen. I like the sharper colors. The kickstand's great. But, you know, the no one, uh, most people didn't really have many complaints about the original Switch, you know, outside of maybe the kickstand. The original screen is still pretty good. It's still a pretty decent size. So, um, you know, it, it really is like if you play primarily in handheld form uh, or, you know, it, when when out and about, then maybe it's worth it. it. You know, it might be worth it in that case. Or, or you know, it might be worth it upgrading and giving your old Switch to someone else or something, you know. Um, but, you know, if, if it were up to me, if I hadn't gone for a review, and don't get me wrong, I really like the unit, I probably wouldn't upgrade it just because I primarily play 95% on the TV and there is no benefit, almost no benefit to me, uh, of it to me, so. Dude, it's funny, I have never hooked up my dock. I have only, oh, really? I have, You're like the opposite. Yes, I have only ever played handheld since getting my original Switch and getting Breath of the Wild. I don't think, I don't, I actually went, a couple months ago, I went looking because I was going to try something. I cannot even remember where the box for the Switch was with the dock in it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, well, you know, I'll do this another time. But like, you know, we were talking, I play a lot, you know, I just, I play a lot uh, away from home, so, or just like lying in bed, so, I mean, especially now I'm playing Animal Crossing, I'm more than content to have it, you know, a foot away from me, doing whatever I'm, you know, that's not a game where I need to 
you know, have it on my TV. Right, exactly. So, but, yeah, it's 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 funny. Like, I was in... It's funny, I haven't even, like, actually seen an OLED, because I think I went to... I went to Best Buy, like, the week after they came out, and they don't even have them, like, on display. That's weird. Yeah, you would think they'd want to, because that's how you see the difference. Like, that's how you can appreciate a difference, by seeing it in person. Because I was, I was looking at one, and then I was like, no, this is a regular one, and then they had, like, the regular one, and um, I don't think they had a light set up, but, like, all they had in the cabinet were, I think they had, like, one or two Animal Crossing units, and, like, two or three lights, and, like, the rest was all empty, and, like, I asked one of the salespeople, I was like, you don't have any OLEDs, and, like, they just sort of chuckled, and said, <laughs> I said, well, I know it says, you know, sold out online, she's like, honey, if it says on sold out online, it means it's sold out everywhere. Oh, wow. And I was, I was like, okay. I said, I mean, I wasn't going to buy it, I just sort of wanted to actually look at it and compare right. it. Right. She's like, I think she said like I think she said like we got in a couple that were like gone or reserved or you know so like never made it to the floor. And I was like, uh, yeah, I like I said I'm content. I mean, I'm happy with my I mean, mine is like a day one switch and then this new one is I guess, you know, a little souped up from when they they released like the 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 tinkering upgrades they've had with it, but I guess I can probably wait until. Do you? No, I guess. Do you think is Breath of the Wild two only is is it going to be for old Switch and new Switch, or do you think it will be new Switch only? It oh, it, I mean, oh no, I mean, if there if there is going to be a new Switch, I mean, there will be at some point. Obviously, I, it would be cross compatible at the least. There's, I I don't think they can make it. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't think they can make it. Not work on the current switch without getting major backlash, and I think that'd be a huge mistake. Um, so yeah, I think at the least it would be compatible on both, with possibly you know upgrades available on the newer one, um, if there is in fact a newer one. Which you know who knows? I mean that that's part of the reason why I probably wouldn't upgrade myself because I feel like there has to be a better version, you know, with better internal hardware at some point in the near future, and by that I mean within the next year or two. Um, and we don't even really know what Zelda is fully launching at this point, so it it is possible it could coincide with a new one and it benefits from the, benefits from the hardware. But I don't think there's a chance it comes at the expense of um of the current system because that would just cause a lot of backlash. I think they would just do what they did like with Twilight Princess and the original Breath of the Wild, being that it would you know launch the new system and work on both. I mean, I've sort of I mean, I've always kind of figured that like Breath of the Wild two would launch. When the when the pro or whatever you want to call it comes out, I mean, yeah, right. that it probably would still be available on old Twitch. But I mean, since they launched Breath of the Wild with the Switch, it would make sense to launch Breath of the Wild two with the new one. But again, it's like who knows how how long stuff has been delayed because of the pandemic, yep. both on hardware and you know, however, I mean. How long has it been since like the first the first trailer trailer was it only was it last summer when the first teaser trailer came out for uh, two? It was no, that was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen E three was Breath of the Wild two. So we're going to be at least three years 
probably, if not more, waiting for it. So yep. <laughs> well, it's funny because I've watched old people, or I've watched people's old videos on some of the stuff that was supposed to come out like sometime in 2020. You know, like there's the stuff from 2019 saying coming X date 2020. And now in hindsight, it's stuff that came out six months or a year later. You know, again, probably pandemic related. And I was just looking up, there were some games, I think from one of the directs this year. And I was like, they, I don't know if you remember, but there was that, uh, that game called Card Shark. That was mm, no. like, it was like some kind of like RPG card game that like looked like it took place like in revolutionary France. Okay. But it was like, it was one of those directs where there's 20 games and you're like, oh, this is the one that I'm interested in. <laughs> right. And like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, whatever happened to that game? One, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it was called. Otherwise, <laughs> other than that card game. But you know, on their, on their website, it's like, you know, they updated it fairly recently and it was still like, coming soon. And I'm like, this is now like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who, you know, who knows how many, and this is, you know, an indie game, let alone, you know, how badly delayed a lot of these AAA games have been. But, yeah. You know, just <laughs> like a lot of things, it's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, it's, the, the, I think the pandemic just threw a lot of things off, right? So, I mean, who knows, maybe they had planned for Zelda to be out by now, and it just just isn't you know who who knows <laughs> but it does it is wild to think that it has been almost three years or you know it will likely by the time it releases it will have been over three years since it since it uh was announced if not longer and that's wild because it it, it i think the, the development cycle if it's not already it's quickly approaching one even longer than that of the original game which is five years and now here we are well the game you know the original Breath of the Wild came out itself five years ago uh, or almost five years ago so we are quickly yeah we're about to exceed presumably the development cycle uh, for the new one, which blows my mind considering what we've seen is largely just the same world as before. So it's like, what all else are they adding? How different is this going to be? And how much more are they hiding from us that we haven't seen yet, you know? I mean, Hyrule Castle was like a nice sort of stopgap to sort of, you know, let you be back in the Breath of Wild universe again. But even then, it's like, you know, the weird plot of that aside, it's like, yeah, this was nice to tie us over, but it would be nice to actually have the next game already. Yeah, exactly. So, like we, we were talking about, Pokemon comes out tomorrow, or later this week. Um, is there anything really big coming for the rest of the year that, that's on your radar? Uh, For me, I guess, in terms of, yeah, I guess just gaming in general, it would be the um, it would be Halo Infinite. That's the thing I'm most interested in at this point. I'm having, a, I'm having fun with the multiplayer that just came out uh right now and i'm excited to see the campaign once that launches in a few weeks and i think that's probably about yeah i think that's about it that's huge on my radar that i need that i myself need to play um because yeah for from here on out you know after pokemon even nintendo doesn't have much else except for big brain academy uh we were going to have the advance wars remake but that got pushed to next year so yeah i think halo infinite is about it for me unless i'm just totally overlooking something which i could be like i said i'm not like I said, I mean, I will be consumed with Animal Crossing, so it's not like I'm really looking forward to... Although I'm getting Big Brain 
you know, whenever that comes out. Because, you know, I was a big fan of the original however many years ago that was now. But, yeah, that was on the like, Wii, right? <laughs> or was it DS? I remember having... I had one of those games for the DS. I don't know if there was one otherwise. But, yeah, I definitely know that I had one on the... Because I remember pretty much... The, I think at that point, like, the only things I mainly had on that were... The only things I played really were I played Big Brain and I played Professor Layton. And I think those are, like, just about the only things I end up playing on that most of the time. Uh, you probably have a real Big Brain from playing those two games <laughs> for that long then. <laughs> I didn't say how good I was at them, but I didn't really <laughs> play them. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, cool. Um... Andre, thanks again for taking for taking some time on the on this busy day for you. Um, if people want to check out the Game Explained stuff, you guys are on YouTube. I know you used to be on Twitch, but you really that's kind of fallen by the wayside, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say most everything you guys put up, or most of the streams that you guys do, are on your YouTube channel. Yeah, I actually do have plans to bring back the Twitch. Uh, I just is just finding time for it. I mean, I suppose if I'd already relaunched the Twitch, I probably would be having most of my Mario Party streams on there. But because our you know audience is primarily on YouTube, I've been hosting them there. Um, but and the game's still recent too. So my my ideal plan is you know anything recent or new or you know if we're showing off a new game, those streams will be on YouTube along with our reaction streams. Whereas I think the more, you know, the older content or the stuff I just want to play for fun, that would go on Twitch. So my, I do want to, you know, bring back our Twitch. But anyways, the yeah, point is we have plans for that. But, uh, yeah, we're primarily on YouTube. Um, you can also follow us on social media like, you know, uh, Twitter or um, TikTok now. We just opened a TikTok uh, about a few months ago. We've been slowly adding content to that. So follow us on TikTok for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, those are the main platforms for us, I'd say. Cool. Thanks, Andre, very much. Like I said, you've been doing almost daily Mario Party streams <laughs> that people, yep. people can play with you there. Hopefully we'll be seeing some Animal Crossing streams again in the future. I know I've been I've been a burn your side about that. <laughs> so hopefully our chat, I need to do it. our chat tonight has maybe maybe sparked you into doing that. Um, but other than that, uh, thanks again for taking some time on your busy day to do the show again. We'll have you back at some point in the future when something warrants it. Other than that, uh, thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to everybody next time.